Welcome back to Black Girl Epiphanies. I'm your host, Simi, and this is Season 1, Episode 7. Today, I will be going over that infamous Psychology Today article on the rise of lonely single men that was released August 9th, 2022. We are about to go deep into this and try to find some ways to heal. Let's get into it. Okay, welcome back, ladies. Um, Again, this is season one, episode seven, and we're going over that Psychology Today article, The Rise of Single Lonely Men. Um, I know it was about a month ago when it came out, or maybe a little over a month ago, and I had two of my listeners hit me up about two weeks ago, and they wanted to know what I thought about this Um from an anthropologist's point of view, and so I felt like it was my time to touch on this. Now, before we go over the article, I feel like I owe my girls some type of an explanation because I was supposed to do more podcasts this year. I was supposed to at least get six or 12 done, but a lot has changed in my life for the better since May which was the last time I did one, I actually stepped back out into the dating scene after two years. Um, And Lord, it was a lot going on. Actually ended up with more ideas for content and how I can help my girls or men who just want to learn how to better ourselves and or just be aware of what's going on because it's a lot going on. So... Let's go over these key points for this article, guys. The key points are um, dating opportunities for heterosexual men are diminishing as relationship standards rise. Two, men represent approximately 62% of dating app users, and that lowers their chances for matches. And three, men need to address skill defects, uh, I mean deficits, sorry, to meet healthier relationship expectations. Now, if anyone who listened to my show, you would know that in my March 1st episode, season one, episode five, I talked about this, how not being able to sustain loyalty will be the reason a lot of men lose their women as a foundation in the next coming months or years. And it's actually been happening since 2020. I talked about how women woke up during the pandemic and created boundaries and standards that shocked a lot of men. Um, And it wasn't a prediction. This is what I do. I'm an anthropologist. I study norms, the value, new culture, old culture, how we got here and where we can end up. Um... I love studying social, culture, and language. I mean, I just love the evolution of society. I truly love humans, and I forgive. I forgive a lot because I understand the anthropolic aspect of almost every situation. 
And not to mention, Zora Neale Hurston is my ancestor in my heart. I adore her. I love her. She is my life role model. And she was one of the first anthropologists, especially black anthropologists, um, who really made traction, traveled the country, um, created a lot of folklore and wrote a lot of books on it. Um, And I have been studying anthropology since I was 19. I am fully obsessed and dedicated. I even coined the term digital anthropology because the internet is a whole world in itself. That's why I don't like it when people say, oh, it's just the internet, it's not that serious. And it's, and it's, um, and, and the internet is just one of the top muse for culture, life, language, and just state of mind in general, you know? But enough, enough nerdy anthropology talk. Um, let's get into this article, The Rise of Lonely Single Men. Okay, let's really get into this article. Now, I'm going to be completely honest. This is my first time getting into this article. It's my first time reading it. When I first heard about it, when I first seen it, I read the key points and I was like, oh, I already knew this. I predicted this back in 2020 when I noticed all of these women out here struggling during the pandemic, spending all of this time in isolation with our thoughts and being able to think clearly. So I didn't even bother to read the article because I already knew this was going to happen. And I already seen it happening. I am actively on dating apps and I'm experiencing it right now and I know exactly why. So I'm not going to have any structure. We're just going to read it. This is my blind reaction. Okay, it says younger and middle-aged men are the loneliest they've been in generations, and it's probably going to get worse. This is not my typical rosy view of relationships, but a reality nonetheless. Over the last 30 years, men have become a large portion of that growing group of long-term single people. Now, yes, this has been happening for 30 years, but... It just really, really, really sped up in the last two and a half to three years. Trust me, that is not what I know, what I've seen. Um, And while you don't actually, I'm going to read the article more. And while you don't actually need to be in a relationship to be happy, men, we already know this, are typically happier and healthier when they are partnered. See, this is why I did not read this article because I know this and... A lot of people have touched on this. So here, I'm going to read more. Here are the broad trends in the relationship landscape that suggest heterosexual men are in for a rough road ahead. Okay, because of number one, dating apps. I knew that was a top reason. Dating apps are, I'm speaking now, are so saturated with so many women who are using filters, um, so many men who are looking for the next best thing. Um, and they're, so look, the, they're getting messed up in the head. They're not in touch with reality. The women that they're looking for, 
do not exist. And when I say that, there's not a woman that's going to let you train her like a dog, have sex with her with, with no effort, have no loyalty, and have control of her whole life. And be beautiful and smart and successful at the same time, you're not going to get that whole package. If you find a woman that does all of those things, the smart is X'd out and the successful is X'd out because that is a sign of being mentally ill. If you let a man just do take over your life with no effort, no loyalty, and treat you like nothing, um, and honestly. A lot of us did do that in the ride or die era. That's because we were still living under generational curses that allowed us to think that it was okay. You know, our mom's mom, mom getting beat by a slave master and raped. And, you know, it's just passed down that we're obligated to give away sex and let people use us no matter how they treat us. And like I said, they said that this trend has been changing in the last 30 years. But honestly, I feel like it has, but it really, really sped up in the last two and a half, three years. And it is also the reason, and I said this in my March um, first episode, season one, episode five, that the re- the the fact that black women and mainly black women, but when all women are holding back, being celibate, um, having higher relationship standards is because um, they're worn out. They're tired. They're fed up. The pandemic woke them up. Isolation woke them up. Isolation will wake anybody up. So let me finish this, what he said. Um, it said that the only problem is, it says dating apps are a huge, oh, I, I got to start over at the beginning. Dating apps are a huge driver of new romantic connections. We've known that for the last 15 years. The only problem is that upwards of 62% of users are men and many women are overwhelmed by the number of options they have. And that is so true. I'm not going to lie. I feel like I'm one of the most, and I know I'm not, but I feel like I'm one of the most popular girls on the app. I am logged in under a huge city and because it's the closest big city to me. And I get about 35 messages a day from men of all walks of life. I am so serious. We're going to have to go deep on this. We're going to talk about that. I'm going to do a whole podcast on that. I get at least 35 to 50 messages per day from men, um, what they would consider a top tier, what we would consider a top man, a top of the line man, and all the way down to thugs with holding money up to their ear, um, with their pants sagging down to their knees. I get every man of every type all day. I get um, white men, um, professionals, realtors, doctors, lawyers, um, um, flight, uh, you know, I get everybody, um, that try to contact me through the app. And I'm just like, wow, is there really this many single men? And weren't we just saying a couple years ago that there's way more men than women? The math ain't mathin'. 
But we will get into that in another podcast. But I do want to say real quick what I what I um, came up with with this article. That's 62% um, of users being men. Those men are not single. And I've learned that from the dating app. Most of these men are men who just got in an argument with their girlfriend. Um, they're still in love with another girl they broke up six months ago they're still in love or they broke up three days ago or their girl put them out or you know these these aren't even single men like I would say at least about maybe 25% of the men on the app are completely single because that is one of the things I had in my dating app I said please don't contact me if you haven't been single for at least six months you know, because I ran into a lot of guys this summer who were just freshly out of relationships or, you know, we would follow each other on Instagram and it's like, okay, he's talking to me for a couple of days. And then about a month rolled by or a couple of weeks and you see him posting with a girl or you see a girl under his thing and you click on her profile and you see pictures of him, you know, so... You, these guys aren't even single who are on the dating apps. This is what Psychology Today, whoever did the study, um, you have to be more tapped into social media and into the world. You can't just do a study no matter what type of school you went to. Not saying that this study is wrong because this study is 100% right. Um, it's just that one thing that 62% of users on dating apps, those are not single men. I would say at least about... Okay, I would say about 75% of these men on these dating apps aren't completely single in their brains. Maybe their girlfriend dumped them. Maybe they got caught cheating. Maybe they got caught on the app. Um, maybe they had a breakup and they're trying to get back with her. Or maybe they just don't want her or they're back and forth if they do want her. But a lot of these men are not single in their heart at all or in their head or with their dick like they're either community dick they're out here having sex with everybody or they're just not single let me finish his ad um i'm definitely overwhelmed that was the last part i read and it says competition in online dating is fierce the lucky in-person chance encounters with a dreamy partners are rarer than ever and that just made me realize why these men are going psycho when they have one date with me or when they have one video chat with me and they all think I'm a catfish but then when they get me on video they're like wow you're real you know and then when they get me on a date it's like even more you know wowed out it's like they never get to meet the women that they really would consider that they want and I've noticed that a lot of men have let me go because they realize they're not ready for a wife they're not ready for a woman to step in and do the work and nurture and help build help him build a foundation so when they actually get that dreamy mate they mess it up every time because like I said 75% of them aren't even single mentally or um in their soul or in their private like they're not they're not even single and that is what I have to say about the dating app part I mean I'm gonna have to come back and do a whole um podcast on dating and dating apps and what I just been through between May and now in my dating journey let's keep going guys and girls
Okay, we are back into it. And this is the second part of the article. And this is a point, relationship standards. And I'm just going to start reading. With so many options, it's not surprising that women are increasingly selective. Now, remember, guys, I said most of those options in this dating world, they're not even really single. They're pretending to be single. They're looking for new mates. They're constantly searching for something better, a new mate, someone else to have sex with, someone else to have a kid with, who has better resources. I notice a lot of men asking me what I do for a living. I've noticed that. That is a very strong trend. And now when a man is that if that's one of his top 10 questions he asks me, I I just I I quit answering messages. So, um, it says, it's not surprising, okay, that women are increasingly selective. Um, I do a live TikTok show, this person who wrote this said this, and speak with hundreds of audience members every week. I hear reoccurring dating themes from women between the ages of 25 and 45. They prefer men who are emotionally available, who are good communicators, and who share their values. Do you hear that? That 25, that magic mark when your prefrontal cortex is fully developed. They they have noticed that women between 25 and 45 prefer men who are emotionally available. Okay? I said that. I said that. Back in 2020, we are looking for better men, better mates, better lovers, because we can't even enjoy sex if we're not being treated good. That was another study done years ago. Men who treat their women good get more head. They get more sex. They have better sex. The passion is more, you know, when you keep your woman happy. Okay, so, and this is the third point. Um... It's about your relationship skills, skill defects. For men, this means a relationship skill, um, relationship skills gaps that, if not addressed, will likely lead to fewer dating opportunities and longer periods of being single. Basically what I said, if you don't know how to be loyal to anyone but yourself, you are going to lose those people Girls are going to cut you off because your red flags are going to start to go off even more faster. You're not going to be able to fake being a good man for two or three months or even for a week. Something is going to come out of your mouth. You're going to do something. You're not going to be dependable at a time that's going to send a red flag off to us all the time. Because like I said, we spent a lot of time in isolation. So we've been thinking better. And we built these standards and these boundaries that you guys really aren't ready for. Only the real men who want to step up ready for real love and community building are willing to do the work. It takes that emotional work. You know, it takes to know how to respond to others' feelings, how to be dependable, and how to be loyal. Okay, they prefer men who are emotionally available and who communicate and who are good communicators and who share their values. If values are very important, and of course, we're not even going to get into communication, but values are very important. We all know communication is very, very important. 
we've talked about that a lot um, in our community, especially black women. Um, we are so experienced experienced in communication. Um, it's, it's something we do. It's something we've done all our life, so we don't have to go into that. But values are very, very important to us and humans in general. It doesn't matter what, what your skin color is, what your sex is. You want to be with somebody who understands you. Sharing values is about feeling understood and understanding your partner. That is the one of the biggest parts of intimacy that people don't realize. It's just feeling understood and recognized by your person or your people okay um looks like I went back on that article real quick um for men this um these relationship um defects if they're not um, addressed okay I already read that they will be single for a long time there's less patience for poor communication skills yes we do not have time like we need people who can at least just have a good conversation who don't shut down when it's time to address something say fuck us or just ghost you know Um, The problem for man is that emotional connection is the lifeblood of healthy, long-term love. And it requires all the skills that families still are not consistently teaching young boys. I am so glad I'm raising my son to be a little king. And his name is King. I am raising him to be a true man, a true husband. Every night he check on me. He may, oh, mom, you need water. He's going to be a good husband. He's emotionally connected. Um, He loves being out with his guys. They play football, basketball, whatever they want. And he has respect for girls. He doesn't take racism. Um, We have to raise more guys like that because we don't want our girls to have to deal with what we dealt with um but it's definitely the foundation of a very lifelong relationship you know nobody's gonna stick around to be treated like crap from now on it's like something happened where it clicked in our heads during the pandemic well we know what happened like I said isolation and thoughts (laughs) okay um, all we want are healthy relationships with shared value and emotional intelligence. Women have, for decades, uh, we've just been communicating. You have to practice communicating. This is what men need to do. Practice communicating your feelings. Don't be afraid to communicate your feelings because you have to practice something every day to be good at it. It's just like playing a piano. You're not going to be a Mozart if you only pick up the p if you only sit down at the piano once or three times a year okay you have to practice to become good at something um we're tired of um engaging with people who are not aware of their emotional of our emotional needs so we're often trying to 
um, be our own emotional support for each other. Hence, that is why a lot of gay and bisexual women relationships have grown, you know, have came up in the community too. A lot of us love, a lot of lesbians, I notice they do, they love women. But if they had the chance to be with a really good man, deep down inside, they would. I'm sorry. Not all of them, but the the bisexual women who like to especially go back and forth, if they had the chance to be with one man, that's what they would do. Okay? Men just need to get it together. Um, what can women do to approve this? I mean, what we can do is just stop dating people. What we've been doing for the last two and a half years, black women, this is what we've been doing. I don't, I haven't really been studying, um, other cultures, but what we are doing are we're, we're not giving out dates to people who don't deserve them after one date, pretty much that's it. If you're not acting right um don't have sex with them a lot of us have went celibate we're doing the work women we are doing the work don't let them waste your time and don't have any babies before the age of 25 okay now i would say allow them to open up without judging them but most of us have been doing that for years I've held several niggas in my arms while they cried. At least three, probably four. Okay? So I'm not... And a lot of black women, y'all can say that we want y'all to be hard, but a lot of us love y'all and we would hold y'all. And I know... Like, I've I've known, like, almost every woman in my family to be a ride or die for no reason. You know... For men who really, really, really don't even deserve it. Now, if that's not giving you a chance to speak, if I had somebody who would ride for me and do any freaking thing for me, no matter what I say or if I cheat on them or I let them, you know, they letting me live in a house, I'm around their kids, I'm not really taking care of my kids, you know, just the average things that they do. I would be so open with that person. I would be telling them how I feel. I would be able to speak. I would be able to cry with them because I feel like this person care about me, right? So that's why black men need to wake up. If black women are so loyal to you, why do you feel like you can't open up and speak? Why do you get breakfast in the morning? Why do you get all this good sex? Why do you get to use her car? Why do you get to use her credit? Why do you get to be around her kids if she isn't a person that you can't open up to communicate with she's literally we're literally letting you know which I don't live that type of life no more you can't get any free effort but this is who we were and in our heart this is who we still are but we're not going to be that person for anybody who has no effort at all so like I said we're doing the work It's up to the men to do the work now. You cannot expect a woman to be your everything and you're being her nothing. You cannot expect a woman to be an angel while you're creating hell around her. You know, insecurities. The family is not secure when a woman feels insecure. That is an unstable home, okay? And when the man is not doing what he's supposed to do, the whole family is it's not a family. It's not a unit because the man is literally 
the glue, the beginning, the first piece of the puzzle. The man is the decider. Even though we get to pick through all these apps, I have 35 to 50 men messaging me a day. I can't force a man to walk down the aisle with me, but as soon as I'm ready, I will. You know, I've had several marriage proposals out of from mentally ill people this summer. Obviously, they are. How could you propose to someone that you just met or went on one or two dates with? Um, but it happens, okay? Be better, do better, okay? We all have to do the work. Women are doing the work. It's time for the men to recognize what they have to do. Even if it takes therapy, get into it. Thanks for listening, and that'll be all. This is season seven, season one of episode seven, season... Okay, so now I need to take a little sip of my coffee real quick. This is season one, episode seven. We just went over that psychology today, the rise of single lonely men. And we just realized they're not really single, but they're lonely because they don't want to be loyal and they're on the edge of being single. Men, thanks for listening. And I will be back with another podcast very soon.